Welcome to Career and Leadership Real Talk, the no-nonsense guide for ambitious managers who want to have more impact and progress their career. I'm Pamela Langan, a job search coach and expert CV writer specialising in helping frustrated professionals land the jobs and pay rises they know they deserve. And I'm Jackie Jagger, a leadership and mindset coach specialising in helping newly promoted and new to role leaders to avoid the dickhead trap and lead with confidence. Between us, we've helped hundreds of leaders and managers to find new roles, take ownership of their careers, and handle the challenges that job searches and leadership responsibility inevitably bring. And now we're joining forces to share with you what we know has worked for our clients. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode. Today, we are talking about how to build a strong personal brand as a leader. And the reason we're talking about this is because it came up quite recently for one of my clients. And it's also something that Jackie covers as part of her leadership launch pad, which is part of the first 90 days program that she runs. So we were throwing around some ideas about how can people strengthen their personal brand? How can they even start to think about creating one and how to be really intentional and consistent with it? as well. So before we get into the the detail of what you can do and why it matters, I think it's really important for us to define it. So Jackie, how would you define personal brand? You know me, I like to keep things really simple. When I'm working with clients, what we do is just strip away. And I think some of the reason that this becomes quite a muddy topic at times, and people have that question of how, how do I create a personal brand is because it seems like a bigger thing than it needs to be and I just boil it down to your personal brand as a leader is quite simply your reputation that at its core that is what personal brand is it's what do other people and that can be internal it can be external stakeholders it can be other people in your industry so there's a whole range of people who will have a perception of you that is created by your behavior, by your actions, by what they see and experience of you. And and that in olden money was quite simply your reputation. So I think we've probably muddied the waters by creating this whole personal branding. And actually it, it really is quite simple and straightforward. That doesn't mean it's easy to know exactly what to do about it and how to create the one you want necessarily. And we'll explore some more of that. But at its core, that's how I would define it. I'm interested as to whether you keep it that simple. (laughs) Yeah, I think you're absolutely spot on. It is your reputation, isn't it? That's what it comes down to. And I think it's always a hard one, isn't it? To start looking at personal brands and go, well, what is my reputation? And... I suppose, why does it matter? Because reputation's huge, isn't it? And it is really the difference between getting that promotion or not, especially if you're looking internally and you're trying to create a reputation that shows you're the strong leader that can drive the business forward. And it does reflect your values and everything that you stand for. So there's so much to it, but actually, like you say, it can also be really simple if you just boil it down to reputation. So why does it matter so much? I think there's quite a few reasons why. And I think when people start to recognize this, that's often when the penny drops as to, yeah, okay, so maybe this is something I need to pay some attention to. So the first thing for me is always about 
it has a real impact on your ability to have success in your current role. So if you have a, a strong reputation, internally especially, but also potentially with clients, suppliers, some of those stakeholders that you might work closely with, if you've got that real solid base where people respect you, where they buy into you, where they believe that you have their best interests at heart or you will act fairly and reasonably, then it enhances your ability to have that influence with those people. It, if it feels that people can trust and know what to expect of you and that allows you to build relationships that then allow you to be more successful in the role that you're already in. So if for no other reason, then to me, there is that kind of importance of building that reputation so that you can make life easier for yourself by making it easier to achieve what you need to achieve in your current role. Yeah. And I think that the the key thing there is about being intentional, isn't it, with that? And if you've not already done that, because I suppose we get so caught up in the day-to-day of our jobs that sometimes you can almost overlook the fact that you need to focus in on you. And I suppose everything that we do on the podcast is about unlocking your potential. So it's about giving yourself that time and space to think about how do I come across? How do I want to come across? What are the things that I need to focus in on? in order to be effective now in my current role. And sometimes it's a hard conversation to have with yourself, isn't it? It's not always that easy. And sometimes, especially if you've not been particularly self-aware, when you start delving into it, it can feel quite uncomfortable, can't it? And there are two questions that I use with clients when we're working that first 90 days phase, because that's a perfect time. If you are starting a new role, it's a perfect time to start to be intentional about building your personal brand. And the questions that I will ask are around, one, what do you want to be remembered for? When you move on from this role, what do you want to have created? What do you want other people to know or remember when you move on from this role. So you're starting with that kind of outcome in mind, that assumption that you're going to move on, whether that's an internal promotion or moving elsewhere for a different opportunity. What's that legacy that you want to have created by that point? And then there is that question of, and what are the key factors that will determine your success or not in this role? And when you ask yourself those questions, They're powerful at any point, but when you're going into a new role, it's a really good time to think about who do I need to be? How do I need to show up in order to be successful in this particular role? So it doesn't have to be, again, it doesn't have to be complex. It doesn't have to be over the top. A lot of this is about that thought process that says, okay, what does my reputation need to be? in order for me to be successful in my current role? Who do I need to influence? How do I need to show up? And how do all those different people need to experience me? And how can all of those different strands pull together? Yeah, that's a really good point, isn't it? Like, what do I need to do? Who do I need to influence? Because I think if you don't think about that, 
And if you've not got that side of things sorted or you're quite a chaotic person and you want people to to think that you're more in control and things like that, it is about really go, getting under the skin of, of how you're currently performing and the things that you're currently doing in order to work out what you need to change and how you want people to perceive you. Yeah, absolutely. So what is the second thing then? I think the other thing that's important when it comes to personal brand is how much it can matter when it comes to securing future career opportunities. So yes, this is a success in the role that you are currently in, but there is a huge amount of future opportunities that can come from being intentional about creating the personal brand that you want to create. So they naturally flow from each other. The more successful you are in your current role, the more likely you are to get opportunities. But it's also broader than that because so many future career opportunities come from a ways beyond just being successful in your current role. And again, I think that's something that people don't necessarily always think about. And when you do, then it's, oh, yeah, that's obvious. But so many future opportunities come from how other people perceive you, whether you are known for something, whether people immediately think of you when it comes to a certain type of problem or a certain type of business or having a certain type of contribution, because those are the things that are going to put you in the frame for future opportunities. Yeah, I completely agree with that. And I suppose that leads in quite nicely to enhancing impact, doesn't it, generally? Yeah, because when you are intentional about creating a personal brand, that is not, I think sometimes people feel that it's a bit self-absorbed to focus so much on themselves. And I think for me, it's important to recognize that this is a tool that allows you to have greater impact. It allows you to achieve more of what you want and to contribute more. And I think if I look back on my own career, I had that kind of probably feeling of it feels a bit self-absorbed. It feels a bit weird to think about how do I influence others to think of me the way that I want them to think of me. It feels a bit Machiavellian and pulling strings and what have you and counterintuitive. And this is definitely an area that when I look back on my career, I could have done a far better job had I have spent a bit more time thinking and reflecting, I could have done a far better job and it would have allowed me to enhance my impact without a shadow of a doubt because what it allows you to do is establish relationships and ensure that people have that consistent experience of who you are and what you're about and that allows for deeper impact in both the roles that you're in, but also in terms of your industry reputation, in terms of we've got an episode planned on the hidden jobs market. And there's so much that comes from being intentional about it. And I think we just really want to encourage people to not be shy and feel like this is weird and self-absorbed, but to recognize that actually you can have greater impact by taking the time to reflect on some of this stuff. So I suppose overall that is what differentiates you, isn't it, as as a leader? So the more that you can focus in on personal brand and the more that you can really be intentional about it, they're going to be the differentiating factors. They're going to make you stand out in your industry, in the job market, 
and within your current company. It's all, all really good stuff to start thinking about and really start having those conversations with yourself as well. So I suppose the next question really is how can you be intentional? And this is the million dollar question, isn't it? And this is why it is that we have this come up where people are working with us because it's okay, if I get all that stuff and I get all that great opportunity that comes with defining my personal brand, how do I actually go about doing that? So for me, when I'm working with clients, it always starts with what do you want it to be? So going back to what we said about that being successful in your current role it's that question of who do you want to be as a leader? What do you want other people to notice or say about you? What do you want to be known for? And I think when you start with that, then everything else comes more naturally. And that is a different question than what do I think I should be? Or what do I look around and see other people and think, or oh, I want people to say that about me. Some of that will influence it, but I think it's really important to be true to yourself with knowing what do you want it to be. And as an example with this, this was my own experience in, in my career. I'm an introvert. I'm not naturally great at small talk and striking up chit-chat with people. And my impression was that leaders should be charismatic. So in the earlier part of my career, that probably would have been something that I wanted people to say about me. Whereas actually the further I've gone through my career, the more I've recognized that I can influence and I can strike relationships up in a different way. And I don't have to try and be like those charismatic leaders that I see because that works for them because it's about them and their character and their personal brand, I don't have to try and follow that and be like that. So when you're asking yourself that question of what do you want it to be, I think it's really important to separate, do I want to be like that or do I feel like I should be like that? And be really honest and true to yourself about what do you actually want rather than what do you feel that you should be. Yeah, I think that's a really good point, isn't it? Because that is the thing, isn't it? Because most of the things that you'll read around personal brands is find somebody, use them as a role model, and then you almost become a version of them, but on your terms. And I suppose when you look at that and you break it down and you're like, what do I want to be? And is this right for me as well? I think that that's really key, isn't it? Because if it's not right for you, but you want to emulate that in some way, then maybe there's a better way that you can do that or there's a different way that you can approach it that fits with your personality and your way of working. I think you can absolutely be inspired by other people and by how they operate and by what their reputation is, but you can also recognise that way works for them and you might need to find a different way. So if you are going to look for those role models to try and emulate, then I would say try and find people where it feels like that could be something you could adopt and would feel natural and with time and practice would become second nature to you. So you don't have to be like that immediately. But if you're finding somebody that just feels like they're a million miles away, then 
you can very easily set yourself up to fail. And the problem with that then is that comes across as inauthentic. If you are trying to be like something that does not inherently feel like you, you're putting on this kind of facade as opposed to being true to you. So I think it's just really important to find, if you are going to look for inspiration, to find people that feel like they are realistic and that they're doing the things that you want to do really well they also feel like those are realistic for you as opposed to things that just feel like, yeah, that would just be me play acting and me getting up on a stage and pretending to be something that I'm not because that is never going to work when it comes to your personal brand. People will smell that a mile off. Yeah, and I've just had a real vision of stars in their eyes. Like tonight, Matthew, I am going to be. (laughs) And and it's like sometimes going into work and sometimes feel like that can't when you get to the front door and you're like here we go let's put on this mask let's get in there let's just do that but it can be really exhausting can't it as well yeah absolutely and I think this often happens as well when people have had personality-based feedback where they've been told you're too nice or you're too loud or you're too this or you're too that and people feel then that they have to change that rather than be true to themselves. So they're trying to be what they've perceived the other person is asking of them, as opposed to really going inwards and understanding what do I want? What is it important to me that people know about the real me and who I actually am is a very different question to what do I feel like people expect of me and how can I try and yeah stars in their eyes is such a brilliant reference hopefully people that are listening can remember it (laughs) but if not google it because it was amazing but yeah it's funny isn't it because I do remember getting some feedback that said I was too chatty once and I was in a senior leadership role and I was told you're too chatty you should really try and rein it in yeah, I was always the first person that became too if they wanted something delivering really quickly because I had such a strong network internally and externally that meant that I could get things over the line really quickly. So it's funny, isn't it? Because stuff like that at the time, I've took it so personally and I thought, oh my goodness, I need to stop chatting to people. I need to stop visibly chatting to people. But then actually, when I thought about it, I thought, no, all of those little chats in the corridor, at the tea machine, wherever it was, meant that I'd built up some really strong relationships and I could deliver things fast. So I suppose that the message there is what people say about you isn't always, it's not always the truth, is it? It's their perception. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that probably brings us really on to the second point, which is if you're going to be intentional about it, you do have to understand what your reputation is currently. And some of that feedback can sting at times because some of it may be different to how you want people to perceive you. But it's important to know once you've established what you want it to be, it's important to have a baseline and understand what is it now. And understanding that, what you'll often find is that different people will have different perceptions. And I think that's often where a lot of the work is with personal brand is it's what do you want to be known for? What do you want your reputation to be? And then you'll have some people that probably 
will perceive you as fairly close to that and some people that might not perceive you as close to that yet. And when you know what the reality is, then you can start to make a plan for filling those gaps. Then you can start to understand, okay, how do I create that consistency? How do I make sure that the people that don't yet see me as that can start to see me as that? But you've got to start with that honest picture and that can be a little bit uncomfortable. Most of us are not that keen in terms of seeking out feedback. So this is one where, yeah, it can feel tough because so many people are terrible at giving feedback as well. And we've talked about that on the podcast before. So you do need to do it, but it's important to think about how you get that feedback as well. Yeah, definitely. And I suppose, would you recommend that while people are trying to figure out what is my current personal brand, like where do I stand? Would you recommend going out and asking for feedback and who would you ask, I suppose, is the the starting point, isn't it? So I would always say, make sure you're really clear on what you want it to be before you start going and asking for feedback. And I think people sometimes go and ask for feedback while they're still figuring out what they want it to be. And so it's almost, okay, I'll go and find out what it is now. What do people think of me? And and that can actually have the opposite effect. Whereas the clearer you are about what you want it to be, you can then ask much more specific questions that will be far more helpful. Because what you can do is say, I want to be known for this thing, for example. So if you take your example there, you clearly had a reputation internally for being able to get things done quickly and for having that wide network. So if that was something that you intentionally wanted to create, then what you could do is think to yourself, okay, who does know me quite well? And do they think that? And who perhaps doesn't know me as well? Or you could think about, if I wanted to enhance my reputation for this thing, for being able to get things over the line quickly, what could you suggest that I could do in order to do that? So you can start to frame those questions much more specifically if you're really clear on what you want your reputation to be, as opposed to what do you think my reputation is as a leader? What do you think of me as a leader? They're more general questions. They're going to invite all kinds of things from people's own frame of reference that potentially will derail rather than help you to shape a plan to be more of what you want to be. Yeah, I think that is the key, isn't it? Being really specific with the the questions that you ask. So what do you think about me in this specific area rather than what do you just think about me generally? Because people will always, there is, with feedback, I always feel like people go towards the more constructive side of things a lot of the time and they feel like they need to give you some development points when actually, in this case, you just need to know how you're coming across in certain areas. So I think that's definitely a good piece of advice and something that everyone should think about following. Or if they like you, they'll very often not be constructive with something more general than that. And if you're saying what do you think of me as a leader? It's such a broad question. And people that like you generally will often not give you specifics that could be useful because they'll be, yeah, I think you're a good leader. I think you're doing a good job. Keep going. And because their overall impression is positive, they won't necessarily 
pick out some of those nuggets that could be really helpful. And I think specifically when you're getting feedback, one of the things is there's inconsistency in terms of the range of people and how different people perceive you. So for example, people that know you, this, if again, if I use myself as an example, I know that people who knew me quite well would see me quite differently compared to other senior people in the organization, for example. They would only see me in relatively few situations and they might not necessarily get the same picture of me from those few interactions that the people who interacted with me day in, day out got. So I think when you start to think about some of those questions, then again, that can really shape that feedback. So that could be a question to your boss of, I want the board to think of me in this particular way. I think so far it feels that my team do see me in that way, but I'm not sure that the board was, for example, see me as a really commercial leader. What opportunities could there be for me to shape and enhance that view, given that this is the first time that I've done a a role at this level? So that is likely to get you far more specific, actionable feedback. And very often what you'll find is there'll be people that you don't necessarily have lots of opportunity to interact with, or it could be that their experience of you is inconsistent as opposed to consistent. And I think that's where a lot of the opportunities are for enhancing that brand. So that's brilliant then. So if you're listening to this, and you're thinking that there's somebody else that also might find it useful, then please do share it. And don't forget to rate and review us on your favorite podcast platforms. And if there is any support that you need with creating your personal brand or enhancing your personal brand, then please do get in touch. Don't forget Jackie's Leadership Launchpad does cover all of this good stuff. So get in touch, drop us a message, and we will be back next week with another episode. Exciting news from us. If you're an ambitious leader or manager earning 50k or more and you're ready to take your career to the next level, we have an opportunity for you. Introducing Catalyst Career Club, your secret weapon for unlocking career success. As a member, you'll get access to monthly live training sessions, exclusive job opportunities, and the ability to get personalized advice from us on your toughest career challenges. We've helped thousands of driven leaders like you secure significant pay rises, plan dream roles and thrive in their careers. And now we want to support you in achieving your most ambitious career goals too. Membership is just $6.99 per month with no contract or tie-in. And as a special bonus for being our podcast listeners, you can use the code podcast at checkout to get your first month for just £1. Head over to PamelaLangan.com forward slash Catalyst Career Club to sign up now and we'll see you inside.